You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Welcome to Dancing Man, a fabulous invalid podcast featuring exclusive behind-the-scenes interviews with the cast and creative team of Bob Fosse's Dancing on Broadway. I'm Rob Russo. I'm Jamie Dumont. And we're your hosts. We're also excited to be co-producers of Dancing on Broadway and thrilled to be back in the Roosevelt Cocktail Room at Civilian for another conversation with a member of the cast. Yes. Joining us this week is Broadway veteran Afra Hines, who is a principal understudy dancer in the show. Dancing marks her 10th Broadway show, from Wicked to last season's Funny Girl. She was also in Hadestown. I'm pretty sure I saw her go on as Persephone. Oh, really? I did. She was fantastic. Uh, Well, I'm sure she was, of course. I just know her from Shuffle Along, (laughs) right? And I I plan to tell her that she's very famously on the window card and all the artwork for Shuffle Along. And where does that window card live, Rob? It's in my living room. It's great art. We spoke to Afra just before previews began, and here's that conversation. Afra, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. We are very excited to have you. <laughs> I believe that Danson marks your 10th Broadway show. Correct. Congratulations. Thank that's, you. That's, that's a good number. Double digits. <laughs> yeah. How does it feel, number 10? It's, it's exciting. It's also a little intimidating because it's a double digit number. Right, yeah. um, so there's all sorts of like, um, I don't want to call it baggage, but like emotional feelings that go along with reaching that milestone. But Mm. mostly I'm excited and really proud that it's dancing. That is my 10th show. Well, you've just joined the show for Broadway. You weren't uh, involved in San Diego and and the the, the pre-Broadway run. And you've just now finished up a very intense, I imagine, rehearsal period and are wrapping up tech and soon to start previews. Um, You're an understudy dancer in the show. That's right. So I'm wondering if you could share for us and our listeners, A, what that means, uh, Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people don't know the nomenclature, and explain a little bit about how you are preparing for for this, this track. Yes. So I am one of six principal understudies for dancing. We each cover five principal tracks, which is the most I've ever <laughs> understudied. And so it, it is a lot of material. Bob Fosse is notorious for the structure of his numbers and the way that he counts. And there's so many like weird bars here and there. Mm. So it's a lot of counting and <laughs> taking notes. I have I don't know, it must be close to 100 pages of notes at this point, and I'm not even done yet. I'm pushing to finish before we get our first audience. And then, of course, I just go back through the notes again. So it's it's kind of a constant process. Yeah. So, so you're in the room for all the rehearsals and oh, are, yeah. are watching or participating. How does it... Kind of both. Yeah. So if they're... If they're running something, I'll mm-hmm. try to be up running it with them. Right. And if there's not space to actually run the number, sometimes I'm just like doing jumping jacks because I'm trying <laughs> to keep my energy, you yeah. know, trying to build my stamina as well. And if they're moving slower through numbers or like doing lighting tech, for example, mm-hmm. I will be 
noting and making sure I have all the right numbers and depths and entrances. And it's not just the onstage stuff, which is a huge amount of material, but it's also like knowing where their quick changes are and who they're changing with. And if they have to cross backstage, all sorts of things go into it. I would imagine it's also all the technical stuff, all the quick change stuff, but also the characterization, right? If you're covering so many different tracks, everyone has their own character for each different number. So it's a lot. Is that, is that part? I guess what I'm asking is what are in your notes? <laughs> oh, everything. I wish I, um, had them to show you, but sometimes it's very specific with like counts. I literally write out the counts and what the steps are sometimes, mm-hmm. or sometimes it's like, if it's a unison number where everybody's doing the same thing, I don't have to write it because we all are doing the same thing. Right. So I'll just write like unison choreography. Um, I'll write lyrics sometimes and I'll underline the word that I step on. So it gets very, like I have my own personal formula for the way that I write them. Mm. And I'm sure if you spoke to the other five understudies, they all have their own version of this but it sometimes almost looks like like math equations with like numbers and lines and crosses and diagrams <laughs> and highlights and yeah so it's a lot and then I'll also have we have charts of the show which is basically a diagram of the stage and then little um like circles and squares for people and we can move them around so there's lots of different ways of thinking about it and looking at it and not only am I looking and taking notes all day, but I dream about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I like hear the songs in my head. Like it's yeah. just constant. And <laughs> I think that's a good thing. It means it's like really getting in, <laughs> in me, but um, it's going to be a long process. I think. Yeah. It's yeah. a daunting task. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, the thing that always impresses me about dancers, because um, I, I tried to dance. Uh, I took dance classes. I think everyone's a dancer. Yes. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) My mother was a dance teacher, you know, so it's part of my life. Um, But the thing that I could never master was like the sort of kinesthetic memory, like my body being able to just know what the next step is. I was always in my head. You know, I imagine at a certain point, you're just talking about how it's constantly running in your head. You kind of have to succumb to that, right? Yes. I mean, that's the goal is that it becomes part of your muscle memory and you don't have to think so much. But I do think part of being an understudy is there's always a little bit of that, like, (laughs) which foot am I supposed to step on? And hopefully you just get really quick at at sorting that in your brain, Mm -hmm. especially in the beginning. But hopefully, you know, a few months in, it'll be second nature, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Well, you cite three original cast members of Danson in your bio. Um, oh, yes. And I'm wondering if you could share with us a little bit about um, each of those three people and well, how they've in- influenced your life and, and inspired you. So I talked about Linda Haberman, mm-hmm. who hired me for my first real professional job, which was with the Radio City Rockettes. I mm. was 19 years old. And so she basically taught me show business. Um, <laughs> I obviously had studied dance my whole life before I met her, but never in that precise of a way and never... You know, I didn't know anything about depths and numbers before I got there because I was sort of in the like, you know, I was doing like ballets and things like that, which we have a number line, but we don't really have like at Radio City, there's depth markers as well as number markers. So that taught me a lot about hitting my mark and working in a big team mm-hmm. and also this sort of uh, machinery feels like a too harsh of a word, but the business right. of a long running show and how do you... Um, protect your body and your stamina to be able to do, you know, we were doing like 16 shows a week at Radio City. So I feel like it was a really good 
first professional job for me. So, and Linda Haberman, Bob Fosse was a big part of her life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Bob Fosse's influence was very present in her choreography. Mm. Um, like if you think of the Rockette style, there's a lot of this sort of, they do this like bevel and a long reach up, which is classic Fosse. Yeah. So I feel like Bob Fosse's choreography was sort of like distilled and instilled in me through her. And I'm, I just am forever grateful to her for all of that. Who else did I mention? Uh, Wayne Salento <laughs> or, or Wayne and Ryan King. Yeah. And, <laughs> and Ryan King, both of them. So Wayne, I think this is my first time working in a studio with him, but my very first Broadway show was Wicked. I don't know ex his exact role in hiring me or how it went along, but somehow he must have approved me. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I joined Wicked, the show had been open, I think, for about three years already. So mm -hmm. he wasn't in the day-to-day -day right. action of it. But yes, he was responsible for my very first Broadway show. And nothing then, else you were doing his moves, that's right? right. You know, so that's right. <laughs> he was <Yes>. present. <laughs> and again, Bob Fosse through him. Right. And then Anne Ryan King, of course, we all love her. She's so beloved in this mm. community. And I grew up with a VHS tape of Annie that I watched so many. I mean, I had like three VHSs and I just watched them on repeat. So I got a lot of Anne Ryan King oh, yeah. and Annie, even though I never met her. I feel like she's one of my teachers. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's amazing to me how many people cite Annie and Anne Ranking as being like a major oh, yeah. influence. Yeah. Oh, really yeah. touched several generations. And yeah. I, I would imagine continues to. Yeah. I yes. had that same VHS tape. Yeah. I'll have yes. you know. <laughs> and when my parents wanted to punish me, I was banned from watching Annie. Oh, that was my punishment. Yeah. That's how much I watched that movie. Yeah. So I can relate. <laughs> Speaking of impressive artists, you have worked with a number of incredible choreographers. You worked with Sergio Trujillo on Summer and Annie Live. That's right. And you worked with David Newman on Hades Town. That's right. And my personal favorite, Savion Glover yes. on Shuffle Along. That's right. What's it like now working with Wayne? He's fantastic. I it, It's so interesting. All choreographers have their own style and um, their own version of how hands-on they are with dancers. And I don't know, you know, I'm in the room with, with him in the studio. I haven't been up. He hasn't seen me do a run of the show yet. Mm. So I may get a different version of him when I'm the one he's um, directing. But what I really love about Wayne is he is very trusting of the dancers. Like he's he tells us what he wants and how Bob would want this to be done, but he's not over correcting. He's not strangling it for mm. lack of a better word. He's really giving us information and then he wants to see us do what we do with it. And that's the other thing I love about our show is... I've been able to watch a lot, obviously. There's so many personalities in the show of dancers that I just get so much joy watching. And I don't want to single people out because I love them all. But <laughs> there's just like, it's so fun to see people's individuality. And that is a credit to Wayne because he's allowing us to have our individuality and to really fly with it. Like people are really putting themselves out there. And I just love it. I think this is something that we're going to talk about on every episode yes. of this show, which is what Wayne is doing is an extension of what Bob did, right? Mm -hmm. And that's so, I think, important to making the piece soar and making the piece live and breathe and be adapted for a new generation and a new time is allowing you dancers to be who you are and to bring yourselves in addition to learning the choreography from Wayne and from Bob, but you're able to 
be who you are and yes. dance it through you. Yes. And I, I think there's space for all of this. So like I was a rockette where mm. it's precision every, down to the pinky, down to the eyeball, eyelash, everything is precise. Wow. Yeah. There's space for that. And then there's also space for a little bit of freedom. And I think you're right. Bob was that way. And Wayne certainly is that way. David Newman was that way. A lot of shows now today are that very scrubby, very clean, very precise vision. And that's not, I don't think, what we're going for at Dancing. And so hopefully in the joy of seeing individuality, release the need for like specific eyeball and kinky <laughs> movements. <laughs> I don't know if I said that in a clear way. But. No, that totally makes sense. Yeah, I think that's one of the really exciting things for us. We saw the show in San Diego. Oh, cool. Um, and have have um, we were at a, a presentation or even earlier than that. And seeing the individual performers bring themselves to the material is what's yeah. so exciting. More so than seeing a perfect precision, you know, kick line or whatever, yes. right? I mean, that has its own, as you're saying, that, yes. that has its own joy to it, right? Yes. Um, but that is, that's, it's an exciting thing for audiences to experience, I think. Yes. And when I look at old footage of dancing or any mm -hmm. footage of Bob, what strikes me is not usually like, oh my gosh, they're all hitting this exact line, but it's like the, their individuality and their joy and their like brightness, you yeah. know? So the personality. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I like brightness. That's a great word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very vivid show, which yes. I think is also something people are not going to be necessarily expecting because they think of Fosse as being all black and you know yeah, that's sort of right. one way but this is a very it's a very yeah. bright show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm wondering you've already mentioned three, you know, Fosse dancers who were influential in your own career. What does Bob Fosse mean to you? The show Fosse mm. is also one of the first Broadway shows I saw as a young person. So I think that has a lot of influence of how I think about him and his choreography. I have to say one thing I'm really enjoying about being in dancing is that I am getting to meet him anew. Mm. And part of our rehearsal process has also been research. So we're looking at all this old footage and it's really like discovering him anew, which is really exciting for me. I was talking to a, another Fosse dancer a couple of weeks ago. In preparation for this podcast, I went back and read, you know, a couple of different books that have been written about mm -hmm. him. And it's so funny because they all are right. And at the same time, they're all wrong, right? Because yes. this man was so complex and there's yes. so many different facets to his life and his work. And n no one book or TV show or movie seems to even capture the totality of yes. who he was, which I imagine is very exciting as you're doing your research. Yes, it is. And now that I'm thinking about it, I also, so I performed on the Fosse Verdon television show. Oh, mm -hmm. That was also a lot of information gathering. And I read yeah. a book about him and mm -hmm. got to see the way they're depicting him. Yeah. But it all feels new. Well, I'm wondering if you could um, take us a couple steps back, no pun intended, um, <laughs> to talk a little bit about your childhood and, you know, sure. so when you started dancing and, and what your training was like. So my mother was a dancer mm. and my father was a trumpet player and they met on a show in Miami. I sort of grew up with song and dance around me all the time. I think my first dance class was like a creative movement when I was three. Mm. So, and then, you know, at four began ballet, tap and jazz and sort of have been dancing ever since. <laughs> Not sort of, I've definitely <laughs> been dancing ever since. When I was in my teens, I decided that it was something I wanted to pursue professionally. So I went to 
well, I went to three different high schools, but I moved to New York. My mom and I moved to New York when I was 14, 15. Can't remember now. And I went to high school on this block at the Professional Performing Arts High School and saw my first Broadway show. And that's when I decided this is something that I wanted because I loved dance ever since I was a child. But I not being not from New York, I didn't have a connection to Broadway. Right. Yeah. So jazz hands. Yeah, jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> Once I saw my first Broadway show, then I was in and um, it's all I've ever wanted to do. So I'm so lucky that I get to do it. Mm. What was that first Broadway show? The first Broadway show I saw was Rent, and the second one was Fosse. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Two really good yes. shows yeah. to get you hooked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, your the last show I believe that you performed in was Funny Girl, right? You had a That's track. Right. You had a track in Funny Girl, which you obviously left to come work on Dancing, That's which right. is a notoriously difficult show, as you're <laughs> probably finding out right now. So, what was the appeal or challenge of leaving something you knew to come to Dancing? I. I've been that way my whole career. I'm always wanting to challenge myself and grow and do new things. So although I loved being at Funny Girl and I got so much out of that experience, I knew that when this offer came along that it, it was the right thing to do and it was time for me to challenge myself with something new. And this is definitely a challenge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like this is something among all the things you've done, your 10th probably show, that you've never done, which is five dance tracks in an all dance show. Correct. Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> certainly leaping into something new. Right? Yes. <laughs> leaping. Leaping. Well, again, I, I can't back, help myself. Leaping, yeah. I'm really getting very cheesy today. <laughs> really laying it on thick today. <laughs> well, um, the show is a bit of a marathon, obviously. Yes. Um, so I'm wondering, um, what are you doing personally to keep yourself both physically and mentally sort of sharp? Like I mentioned before, I when they're running, I'm trying to be running. So yeah. I'm either dancing in the aisles of the house, or I'm in a studio dancing, or I'm doing jumping jacks, but I'm trying to keep my activity level sort of on par with them. Yeah. yeah, the schedule is hard right now. Once we shift to a new schedule and there's a little bit more time, I'm going to be in classes right now. I don't have a lot of time to be taking classes, but I still... And making time for my voice lessons, which I do on my day off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I try to let my body rest, though. Other than yeah. that. Rest is important. It right? is. And it's something that I think a lot of people might not think about. And especially younger people might not necessarily appreciate it. This is yes. your 10th Broadway show. You're a bit of a veteran at this point. Yes. Right? So. <laughs> yeah. Rest is super important because fatigue leads to, leads to injuries. Right. And then it's sort of a spiral down. So we want to prevent injuries as much as possible. That's sleep. That's hydration. All the things you all have a real gift of having Wayne in the room with you yes. and guiding this production because he did it in 1978. Yes. And he knows, you know, that version of what it can be, which, you know, I'm not breaking news here. Famously, a lot of injuries in that original yeah. show, right? Yeah. So he comes to it with the knowledge of, okay, this time we're not going to do that, right? Yeah. We're going to spread out the tracks, right? I mean, famously, he was in every number. Yes. There's no one dancer in this company who's in every number now because that's right. insane. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 It's also Bob was cool. You mm. know, like we, everything doesn't have to be 1000% to be beautiful and effective and moving. Right. So he's also letting us know when no, that, that hip movement needs to be smaller. It's right. much more um, internal. You know, mm -hmm. he's, so he has all the knowledge on, on what it feels like and what it should be like. And yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, yeah. And that restraint, that's, it's, it's another interesting insight into mm -hmm. the work, right? Is mm -hmm. that 
uh, unlike a lot of other choreographers, uh, oftentimes the Fosse moves are so distinctive because they're so small, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, which I imagine is also a thrill to yes. get to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> You've yet to perform in front of a live audience. Yes. <laughs> is there something you're excited to do? Is there a moment in the show you can't wait to get on stage and perform? I'm... Well, that's what I love about the fact that I cover five tracks is that every single track that I cover has a moment that I'm like, um, what do I say? Like scary, but also <laughs> exciting, scary, scary, exciting. And so any track that I go on, I'm going to have a really exciting moment. So there's no one track that I'm looking forward to more than others. I'm trying to think if there's... Since you've been watching everyone yes. else as well rehearse is there a favorite moment that isn't a track of yours yes it's called big noise mm. it's three dancers and it's a very sort of confined space and i just love it so much and i'm really sad that i don't cover one of them <laughs> So. There's only one female on that. There's only that yes, it's one two, female, right? two men. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it just looks so much fun. And actually we did it in our audition. So oh, cool. I know the choreography if yeah. they call me. <laughs> we 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 obviously we spoke to Tony the other day uh, and yeah. we didn't ask him this on tape, but my one question was, do you get that same top that he had in San Diego? Because he had a really shimmery, oh, yeah. fabulous <laughs> top that was fringy. And uh -huh. he was like, oh, absolutely. So <laughs> that was my yeah. big concern is that his yeah. costume didn't change. Because <laughs> yeah. again, well, I mean, you know this, the costumes are what you're wearing is, is, is it adds to your performance. Oh, I would yeah. imagine it, it helps you you know, especially if it's fringy or flowy or whatever yes. it is, it helps, I would imagine that it helps with, with your movement or it helps you get into character or it helps you whatever. It's, it's, yes. it's part of the process. Yes, for sure. And we're very lucky. Our costumes are beautiful. Mm. Do you have your own set of costumes as an, as an understudy? Yes. I, I haven't seen all of them yet, Yeah, yeah. but yes, I've been fitted for a bunch and they're building some and yeah, yeah it's a yeah. it's a long process there's so i don't i wish i knew how many specific costumes are in the show but it's got to be an enormous number of costumes yeah in for a treat we're excited to talk to the costume designers because oh, yeah. you know that that'll be a really fun conversation yeah. about you know especially costumes for a dance show right which are mm -hmm. different from doing you know something yes. else right yeah uh, well i have to tell you because you're here and we've got you in front of a microphone <laughs> in a captive uh, audience you appear daily in my living room because i have the window what? card from shuffle along oh. <laughs> on the wall <laughs> and it's funny when we were preparing for this i thought wait a second I know her. Why yes, do I know her? Yes. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, she's on my wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that like? I know it's a little off topic, but what was sure. it like being sort of like the image associated with a major Broadway musical? Oh, it's so fun now. I didn't, as it was happening, I yeah. didn't know. We had um, a photo shoot and some video taken and there was, I think, four of us there. And, and I don't think they the photographers knew really what we were doing. It was sort of organic mm. and it just happened that they really liked that shot and felt that it sort of encapsulated the feeling of the yeah. show. Uh, yeah, it was wild. <laughs> I was like on, you know, they have those banners on telephone poles and yeah. things and light posts. I mean, yeah. I was on those. It was just so fun, but also the makeup for that show and for that photo shoot in particular they like glued my eyebrows and did the super thin, you know, like twenties mm. eyebrows. Yeah. And so when my mom saw the ad <laughs> in the newspaper, her friend was like, "That's Afra," and she's like, "No, it's not. Her <laughs> eyebrows don't look like that." <laughs> I made her. Yes, I it would is, know. Mom, yeah, it's me. Yeah. I had makeup on. Jeez. 
That's incredible. <laughs> well, I think it's likely that your mother will recognize you on stage yes. at the Music Box Theater. <laughs> yes, um, so we know you're very busy, so we want to get you on your way. Thank you so much for chatting with us. Yeah, and uh, we can't wait to see you on stage. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. A dancing man, a dancing man, a dancing man. Bob Fosse's Dancing is now on Broadway at the Music Box Theater. For tickets and more information, visit dancinbway.com. Dancing Man, a Fabulous Invalid podcast, is a production of O&M Etc. and the Fabulous Invalid LLC, and a proud member of the Broadway Podcast Network. Special thanks to Civilian for hosting us, and to our audio engineer, Kyle Moore. If you liked this episode, we've got over 100 episodes of the Fabulous Invalid podcast that you can check out, including a two-parter on the life, work, and legacy of Bob Fosse and Gwen Verdon. You can find us online at thefabulousinvalid.com and on social media at Fabulous Invalid and on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.